0: Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Today is Thursday. It is the 19th. Hope everybody is having a fantastic week as we steamroll through January. Going to continue with the fire that I've been bringing with some of other episodes. And today in the crosshairs are KPIs. Now, just so you know, I personally believe KPIs are bullshit. Okay. Flat out. I have talked to dozens of executives. And KPIs, that buzzword, key performance indicators, and really what KPIs were created to do was to help executives keep their jobs because this is what's going to happen, okay? Sales team's not going to perform, and it has less to do with the talent of the sales organization. And more with the lack of training, lack of vision, lack of systematic implementation of the right processes at the district, at the territory level. When you get into these companies, especially the larger ones, there is a one-size-fits-all plan that they hand to the sales team. And it's not going to work in 25 to 40% of the territories. And they say things like, well, that rep must not know. That person must not know how to do their job correctly. We need to find somebody else. Or what they do is if they're under pressure because they didn't hit their numbers, what happens is they come up with these brilliant KPIs. I'll give you an example. I was working for a company. I had just crushed and broke a record in Q1 of a year. and just absolutely crushed it. I had taken over a massive territory in the Carolinas that used to be run by three sales reps. And I was by myself and I brought in 65% new business that quarter. And I doubled the highest mark that all three territories had done combined ever, not in Q1, not in Q4. I took the best quarter from each one of the previous three sales reps and I added it together. I doubled that by myself. I was on a high. Things were rolling. The rest of the country wasn't doing so great. So what happened? There was rumors that the the director of sales was going to lose his job. So guess what happened? Conference call beginning of the next quarter. We're going to roll out these KPIs. These are the things that we know are going to generate revenue and drive business. And it was total bullshit. It was unattainable. But it looked good in front of ownership. It looked good in front of executives. I know enough executives. I know how the game is played. And I knew how the game was played back then. I may have been a sales rep, but I had been in management in my past. I knew executives. I had started a pharmaceutical company or was part of the founding of a pharmaceutical company that never got off the ground. I've been in the rooms. I've heard the conversations. I know exactly why things are happening. And I'll tell you this, there's always a story behind the story. If you ever hear a company say, well, we decided to change the commission structure and this is so great for the sales reps. No, it's not. They've never changed. Companies never change commission to make, to benefit the sales team ever. It's never happened. Whenever there's a change, it's because they paid out too much the previous year. And ownership wants them to restrict it. And I know a lot of you right now are nodding your head and you're thinking to yourself, man, that that happened to me. So let's go back to the KPIs. And the KPIs, if you haven't worked for an organization that has brought in these brilliant measurements, it's usually something like, well, a, a key performance indicator is making X amount of calls per week with X to X amount of people and booking X amount of meetings. (laughs) This is the reason why KPIs don't work. Okay. And especially because they are broadly made throughout the entire country. I sat down with an executive and I asked the executive, KPIs sound fantastic, How do the KPIs work in the Carolinas? Help me out. Help me understand. One of the KPIs was visiting every one of your top 10 accounts once a week. I said, How can I logistically hit all of these KPIs? Because the KPIs were then tied to compensation. And this is what really drives me up the wall. And why it's total bullshit. This is just giving six to nine months for the executive because the executive has sold this hard to the CEO or the owner of the company or whoever their boss is. They're on the hot seat. And the only thing they know to do is to come up with something that has nothing to do with productivity and driving revenue and driving sales. Because then there's a plausible deniability. Well, I, I gave them the blueprint. I gave the sales reps the plan. It's not my fault that the, sale, the, the reps didn't do their job. I told them, this is how you hit your number. You do this activity and this activity with this frequency, and you're gonna, it's going to happen. Anytime a company, so if you're listening right now and your company has just implemented new KPIs, start looking for a new position. I'm telling you, don't, don't complain and don't bitch to your colleagues, your friends that, oh, I can't believe, I, why are they doing this? I'm telling you right now why they're they doing this, okay? You know why they're doing this. You don't need to talk about it. Work in the quiet and find a new position. Build a side income. Prepare your sales escape plan. Because when they start messing around with your money, it's the beginning of the end. I stayed too long at an organization when all the writing was on the wall that this wasn't going to end well. And I was the one left holding the bag. Going on unemployment for several months before I could find, quote unquote, another position. I was the one left holding the bag, not my company. The writing was on the wall. I just didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to listen to it. And other people that I was working at the company, they bolted. They saw it. They've been around longer than I have, and I just didn't see it. I'm telling you right now, okay, when KPIs start to come in, that is your wake-up call. Things Behind the scenes, things are not going well, and and the sales team is going to be thrown under the bus. Those executives, I've said it once, I've said it again, those executives will not fall on the sword and quit in order to save sales reps. It's always going to be the people in the field not doing the job right. You are the disposable one. You're the lowest rung of the ladder, even though you're the most important piece. You're the one that's out there driving revenue, but that's not how a lot of these executives see it, unfortunately. Now, There are some great organizations out there, okay? It's not a 100% of executives because I don't want you to sit there and think, well, I work for this great organization. Yes, there are some good organizations out there, okay? But even good people do bad things sometimes. KPIs are horrendous for a sales organization. And when I hear about organizations bringing in drastic KPIs, I know it's the beginning of the end. And this is the reason why. I'll tell you why KPIs don't work, okay? What you're doing is you are putting a standardized process of arbitrary activity, and that is arbitrary activity across all of your sales divisions, okay? Here's the problem. When you start to put those out there, those metrics, for instance, 50 sales calls a week, hit your top 10 accounts once a week book two meetings a day then what you're starting to train your sales team to do is simply hit that number so instead of them actually trying to sell the goal now is to book meetings and if they have to book meetings in order to keep their job they're not going to book the best meetings it's not organic Everything coming out of a territory needs to be organic, not artificial. And this is the reason why I think I saw this stat, 56% of people don't hit quota. It's because sales organizations are not properly training their sales teams how to run an effective business to drive revenue. They're throwing out numbers like, you know, you have to make calls, this many calls per week. You have to make blah, blah, blah. Why? What if my business environment doesn't allow that? What if, you know, what if I can't make 12 calls a day? What if I can't? Because I'm getting 10 calls a day because I'm getting 30, 45 minutes with each person or I'm getting 15 minutes with each person. I don't have time. Am I supposed to leave a face-to-face interaction just to quote unquote get a couple more calls? If I can grow and build an advocate, somebody that's going to sell for me and blow up my territory, I'll tell you right now, I did not work great in corporate because I didn't espies to the plans that were handed to me. I always ripped them up and I created my my own. That is why every territory outside of the first, I told you the first company, I really struggled in pharmaceutical sales because there was no plan. There was no playbook. It was a new industry. I had come over from enterprise where everything was handed to you. There was a big brand name. I could walk into accounts and I said, I'm with enterprise, huge name. It was completely different. I had no idea what I was doing. I got no training that except for that one position where that, that um, three plus years, I felt really lost. And then I learned from that, from that era of my sales career. Other than that, I turned around every single sales territory and blew it up because I didn't follow the plan that was handed to me. I created my own from scratch. Rinse and repeat. So when I talk about process, I talk about systems. The process that I put in was specific to the products i was selling, the market i was in, and the business that i was trying to run in the Carolinas. I didn't care what somebody in Fort Lauderdale, Florida was doing or Dallas, Texas. I didn't. That market is completely different. Completely different. Completely different markets. I would hear a couple things, but i'm not going to rinse and repeat what somebody's doing in markets that are much bigger, more robust, have more opportunities to sell than the Carolinas. I have to figure out what's going to be working in my market. So the reason why going back to the KPIs, the reason why the KPIs are bullshit and they don't work. And usually it's kind of the beginning of the end for a lot of sales professionals and executives. It's because you're trying to paint with a broad brush and give one set. And that's not how sales or business is run period. There is not one singular playbook that you can rinse and repeat. There are nuances. Now, depending upon what your product and what industry you're in, there could be similarities up to 90%, but there's still going to be 10% that's different, that you can't do. For instance, up in the Northeast and areas like Chicago, I have heard you can flat out be blunt with people and they appreciate that. You can't do that in the South. okay. You can't walk into a doctor's office and start making demands. They will kick you out immediately. In fact, I had, a, I had a manager that was from the North one time, and he said, when you walk in, you need to tell them, I need the next five people that walk in, blah, 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 blah. The doctor that he said that to said, don't ever let that guy come back in here again. He's not welcome. And if you act like that, you're not welcome either. That was the quote-unquote process from somebody from New Jersey. That doesn't work in the Carolinas. So 90%, you can run the business 90%. It's that 10%. You have to figure out how to talk to people in your market, what motivates and drives people in your market, what are their behaviors in your market. You know, I kept hearing from the aesthetic reps when I was in the aesthetic sales oh, you need to talk about revenue and glitz and glamour. And I started talking with some some dermatologists who were new in the Carolinas about glitz and glamour. They had no idea what I was talking about. They understand that in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, LA, Las Vegas. They understand glitz and glamour. Some of these dermatologists in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, did not understand it. They couldn't comprehend what I was trying to say. Again that's a fail. That's why you can't rinse and repeat. So what happens is the KPIs, you have your sales reps spending all of your time, all of their time, figuring out how to hit the KPIs. So for instance, if you say, Hey, I need you to go make 50 calls. Do you know what the sales reps are going to do? They're going to make 50 random calls just to hit that number. It's activity. It's not productivity. And that is a loss of resource. I've talked to several reps and they're like, oh my gosh, I got to get four more calls today. Like who's open? I can't tell you how many times I've run into other reps who are scrambling at the end of the day, just to quote unquote, make it look good on paper. Do you want your sales organization to look good on paper? Or do you want your sales organization to scale and thrive? I've never wanted my call average to be the highest at the organization if it was just bullshit. I worked for a company where the big bright idea was to go from eight calls to 10 calls a day, and it was mandatory to get your commission. And the sales organization was doing 8.4 calls per day. And so after about a year Well, they, I'm sorry, they changed it up to 10 calls per day and it went from 8.4 to 10.2. That was the company average. You know, the company barely got above that, that 10 call average sales did not go up an entire sales organization, two extra calls per day. Sales did not increase folks. You don't have to have more activity if you want to grow your sales. You have to have more productivity. Just simply making more calls to random people that you have not identified as a mover in your market will not work. You have to focus on productivity. You have to target the right people. You got to have the right message. You can't just randomly go see people, and that is the reason why KPIs fail. If I was going to build a massive sales organization from scratch, what I would do is I would have benchmarks. Now, in theory, KPIs are something you should uh, use as a barometer, but you shouldn't mandate them. They should be behind the scenes. So when you're evaluating somebody and they're not hitting the numbers, let's say you have rep A who's doing 55 calls per week and you have rep B who's doing 38 calls per week and rep B is 8% behind goal. That is when you can start to have a conversation with rep B about how they're scheduling their day and what they're spending their time on. But coming out with the the initiative and everybody standardizing has to do X, Y, or Z, what's going to happen is the sales reps are going to do just enough to not get fired. And so they're going to scramble and they're going to ditch everything they do in a day just to hit that number. There have been days where I've been out in the field and I just struck out, struck out, struck out, struck out with being able to see somebody. And I've never thought to myself, I need to make it look good on paper. And there were times where I'd make like five calls in a day. There were there was twice in my career where I had five calls in a day. And I never feared getting uh, in trouble for it. I just didn't care. It was a string of bad luck. You know, show up to the first, show up to a couple offices. You know, hey, they're not seeing reps today because we are super slammed. Sorry. Okay, great. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. There's two reps sitting there. Okay, well, I can't wait here. Uh, Go to the next office. Oh, so-and-so's sick. Okay, go to the next office. It was just one thing after another. I didn't worry about that because I was taking consistent action on a daily basis. I knew over time that I would see enough people to make up for that lost productivity. But I also thought to myself, what am I doing during this day that allowed me to not hit my numbers, to not have enough meaningful conversations. Was I not planning pro- Was I not planning properly? Did I make any mistakes on who I should be calling, when I should be calling on them? I just realized it was just random bad luck. A bunch of people were sick. A bunch of people were out. Not every office can you schedule things. Some offices, you just have to show up. It's the same thing with most outside sales businesses. Not everybody wants to schedule a meeting. So sometimes you just have to show up. You have to, you have to follow up with people, et cetera. And sometimes the luck of the draw, you're just not going to get there at the right time. That's just how it is. But that is the reason why KPIs don't work. KPIs need to be behind the scenes, not out in front and tied to commission. And that's where a lot of these sales organizations, I believe, are failing their sales reps. So if you're out there right now, if you have stuck with this entire episode, I appreciate that. The the message of this is, if you ever work for a sales organization where they're starting to put in these KPIs, I'm telling you right now, it's not a great sign for the sales reps. It's not a great sign for the organization, the health of the organization, and the stability of the leadership. It's not. If that's happening, you need to come up with a plan. I don't care if you love the product. I don't care if you love the company. When they start making drastic changes like that, behind the scenes, things are not going great. You always want to put yourself in the best position in your career. You want to get ahead of things like that. You don't want to wait and then be some of these unfortunate souls on LinkedIn with the open to work banner. I feel for them. I really do. I've been there uh, well before you know LinkedIn was really as big as it is right now. I feel for them you want to get ahead because you're listening to this podcast. You are the one percenters of the sales world that are trying to do the little extra things in order to get ahead. So that's all I got. That's my opinion. Um, Let me know what you think. If you disagree with me and you think the KPIs, in fact, I'm going to do this. If you want to come on and debate me on KPIs and their importance I will debate anybody who wants to come on. Just send me a uh, email, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales, and say, "Hey, I want to debate you on this. I think KPIs are uh, God's gift to sales. Let's have a debate. We'll go back and forth, and we'll we'll discuss it. We'll d- we'll do it live. We'll do it as a podcast episode. Um, so if anybody anybody believes that, you know, hopefully, um, well, I don't care if anybody believes what I believe, <laughs> but." I think it'd be very interesting, but as I said before, the purpose of this podcast is to empower and educate outside sales professionals about what is really happening, tools. It's called surviving outside sales. want everybody to survive and thrive in this outstanding career. And there are things that you need to be aware of from time to time. This is a little long of an episode. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, really do appreciate it. As always, please download the episode, share with like-minded individuals and talk with your friends. What do you think about KPIs? If you, as a reminder, I have coaching programs that if you are new, have any change, anything has happened in your career, got sales builders Academy, also got sales escape plan. As I mentioned earlier, if you're looking to make a change and you don't know what to do, I have a process, have a plan. I have done it successfully. I've left the outside sales world. I don't pound the pavement anymore. My wife thanks me for not doing all these overnights. My body thanks me for not being in the car 40,000 miles a year. Um, Let me know if you want to have a conversation, do a free strategy call. Just um, connect with me on LinkedIn and you can DM me, Mike O'Kelly, or you can uh, send me an email. Mike It's driving outside sales. I do a free strategy call. I've done it for about 35, 40 people at this point. Um, I'm happy to do so. I love meeting people, connecting with people, and also seeing if I can make change in their life by guiding them through the experiences that I've had so that they make some of the right choices and don't make some of the mistakes that I made. So thank you so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. And we'll be back tomorrow, Friday on Surviving Outside Sales. Have a great day. Bye-bye.